Hey, Jesse, you here? Jesse, can you hear me? Yep. Hey, thanks for joining me. Sorry about all the technical difficulties. No, it's okay. I, it was partially my end, too. I, it said something about a screen overlay, and I'm like, I got no idea. So I just started turning everything off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Well, thank you for joining me on the MHS class of 20-something, 2000-and-something um, podcast. Uh, this is just real informal. Um, I realized the other day it had been 10 years since we have graduated, and I kind of wanted to reach out to some people, and I was really glad that you said that you would do this, so thank you. Well, thank you, and I really uh, do appreciate the honor of you having me on, um, on, the, on the cast. I, uh, I did one with Brandon earlier, and I was trying to get it to post, and I'm not sure what's going on, but I promise that all of these will eventually see the light of day, and I'll make it available, so I knew your wife wanted to listen to it, too, but um, yeah. let's go ahead and jump right in. So, again, 10 years ago, we graduated. Um, what did you do immediately after graduation? Did you have the party? Did you go off to college? Did you just start the workforce? Give me a little bit of your backstory. Uh, well, um, as soon as I um, graduated, um, no joke, I, 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 <laughs> I literally went to the dumpster and took my, um, my graduation cap and gown and threw it in the dumpster um, because I just didn't care about uh, graduation. Um, I was one of those guys and well, one of those people that are very rare that just have no uh, care in the world um, about that. But um, looking back on that, I, I probably should have kept it just mainly because, uh, you know, you know, my, my son's going to be like, well, well, daddy, where's your, where's your cap and gown? And I'll have to tell the story. And I really don't know if I want him to follow exactly in those footsteps, but it's okay. What did, what um, did your parents say? Did they know that you did that? They, well, my, my mom and dad weren't too happy about that, but um, I told them I'd pay them back for it. It's okay. No, no, no big deal. And <laughs> my, my, uh, my grandparents were like, I can't believe you did that, but um, it, it's all, it's all good. Now they, uh, they now see why, why I, I think the way I think. And, um, you know, I, I continue to more, I move forward uh, from that. Um, but at, uh, directly after that, um, I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do as far as uh, did I want to go get a job? Did I want to go into college? Um, I actually decided that um, I was going to attempt to uh, go into a college. But um, after looking at a bunch of different colleges and finding out how much cash uh, they really do take and uh, how much um, uh, of a, uh, you know, a little, a little bit of a uh, <laughs> tight wad I can be at times, I <laughs> I decided that uh, colleges was not for me. I didn't want to want to do uh, what everybody else was doing. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really know why um, I was was thinking this stuff. And um, so I actually got a local uh, local job at at a Walmart and a couple of different other places, just kind of job hopping. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. And uh, finally uh, settled down um, and. Um, decided to go into a different career path and that's that's where I'm at right now so all right and you're doing you're you're kind of like your own contractor right uh yes and no um so uh we I personally classify my career choice as an entrepreneur um I, and then what I also do is I do a little bit of investing but my bread and butter is um the business that me and my wife started, which is uh, construction work. We, uh, we actually tend to stick more to the handyman uh, industry because 
uh, it seems as though in Newcastle uh, and a lot of the surrounding areas, uh, there's a, a major need for uh, guys to do smaller work. Okay. I can see that since there's such like a large population of elderly in the area, like people that need someone just to kind of come over and help out, do some things around the house. Exactly. Exactly. You can see that. Um, speaking of your wife, where did you meet her and how long after graduating and all that fun stuff? Well, I don't even know her name. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Uh, her name's Cassandra. Um, we actually met, um, oh, geez. I, I would say it was in 2009, uh, one year after graduation. I kind of knew who she was, but didn't really, like, we didn't really start seeing each other until, uh, until about 2009. And she's from and the also? She's from Newcastle. Yeah, she actually went to Newcastle uh, School District. Okay. Um, and uh, we we actually kind of um, hit it off. Uh, it, it's a long story. Honestly, don't have time for <laughs> for that okay. uh, right now. But um, it, uh, the long and short of it is, uh, we we met at a uh, a Christian uh, you know youth camp. Well, not really camp. It was more like a, a youth uh, you know I don't know what you call it, like a youth meeting. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody has a different name for this. Um, but yeah, we met, we met there and we kind of hit it off. And I mean, the rest is pretty much history. There's really no, um, there's really no long and short of anything. It's, it's pretty much plain and simple. Did you have the big Newcastle wedding? Was it like a justice of the peace thing somewhere in between? Uh, well, um, we had a decent sized wedding. Now, uh, luckily, since I was, um, uh, fortunate enough to grow up in a, uh, in a, in a church and uh, up in uh, over in um, uh, on the Ohio State line, uh, they actually threw us a wedding uh, themselves. They decorated everything. All the expenses were paid uh, as far as that's concerned. We took care of catering and, and such. So we were, we were really fortunate to um, have a nice wedding, but have it on, on a budget. And uh, we, I mean, we were really blessed as far as uh, that's concerned. So I know weddings get really expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you're very like, financially savvy a little bit of a I'm not penny pincher for a lack of a better term where did that all stem from well um that's a funny story uh basically I grew up um in a pretty modest uh house but uh for some reason I just kept on uh you know all throughout high school I would dress in uh, you know kind of hand-me-down clothing and and uh, I mean, it, it wasn't really something I wanted to uh, necessarily, uh, you know, dress like the rest of my life. And I wanted to, to wear nicer clothes. And, I, and I've always had this dream of being rich. Mm-hmm. And um, so I decided to, um, to do something about it. And I actually started mowing grass to, to come up with some extra cash on the side of working part time. And um, I had no idea what I was doing. I'd started spending my, my money because as we all know, as soon as you get cash coming in you're 16 years old you think you're in the world and that's just not how life works uh so um as soon as i I got married and started having kids i realized really quickly that you know this is not a good idea to be spending money left and right and uh there's monthly bills that do occur and we had to figure out what we're going to do as far as a financial future and so i started really really reading on um you know finances and it kind of sparked from the fact that I wanted to, uh, you know, live rich, but we're not there yet. So that's my end goal. (laughs) Of course, everyone's end goal is that. So, (laughs) um, and you have two little ones now. Yeah. One is six years old and one is a year and a half. 
boy and girl what are their names no they're they're both boys oh, uh one boy. is eli and uh in levi so it, it's kind of a tongue twister we did that on purpose oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, e uh eli is the year and a half and levi is six years old and what school district would they go to currently um they are going to the newcastle christian academy which is right on glenmore okay. um and so they actually take the uh the union school district bus uh there in the mornings okay and then once they're done with that what like ninth grade or something then they go to newcastle i, union. I don't no, I think that uh, the uh, the Newcastle Christian Academy only has, um, uh, I think they only go up to sixth grade currently. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then they'll they'll go into a a high school, which we're trying to figure out what we want what we want to do. Of course, we do have several, um, we do have several years until we yeah. <laughs> until we hit that stage. You got a little while. You're good. <laughs> um, looking back at the last ten years like since you've graduated after throwing your stuff in the dumpster if you were to go back and do it all over again what is the one main primary thing that you would change the one main primary thing yep i i and would it doesn't even have to be big if it's small and minuscule like don't throw that cap and gown away or if it's something huge like saving cat you know like what what is it i would if i had a time machine to go back i would go back and tell my um my younger self uh two really important things okay. and the first one is to read as much as you possibly can I agree because reading is knowledge and knowledge is everything um there's so much information out there in the world that you cannot just get from looking at um you know your your phones from looking at youtube videos there's just so much out there and the second one is to learn what passive income is and how to obtain it. Okay. All right. I have no idea what that is, but I'm going to Google it after this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is one thing you wish you would have done differently in those six years that you were in high school? I wish that whenever I started getting a paycheck that I would have learned how to invest it properly. Did you take any of like the business courses at school with like Demuccio or anything like that? Honestly, I did. I, I, I didn't really take business. The only thing I remember doing as far as business was we had a class with, um, I believe it was um, uh, Mrs. Shardley in our ninth grade rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, she was the one who inspired me on, on a, a lot of different things in that particular class. Okay. All right. Um. What is the one thing you were most proud of in the past 10 years? One thing I'm most proud of in the oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> that's a rough one. Um, we can always go back to it if you want to, but if you got something off the top. No, I, I would say that the, the one thing I am most proud of in my entire life is all of my failures. Um, and that's mainly because I learned from those mistakes um, but it, it also goes back to I'm really proud of the fact that um, I failed to listen to certain people because um, me and my wife were actually told not to get married. And we've we've been married for, I want to say, at least six or seven years now. And I mean, we've had a rough time, but uh, it, it, we, we've persevered past that uh, 
past that time and we've actually kind of beaten the odds so were you guys like not together for very long or why were people telling you not to get if you don't mind me asking no it's okay basically um we got married uh very young and a lot of people um believe that when you when you get married young you don't really know what you're doing uh but we kind of saw that as an opportunity to uh, an opportunity to learn each other and learn where we wanted to go and learn how to um, collaborate with each other and learn how to, to um, what's the word I'm looking for, I guess, uh, would be to, um, uh, you know, talk to each other about different things and, and overcome obstacles that, that kind of come up and, and, and just sort of uh, learn with each other and grow together. That was, that was the, the, the big thing that we kind of, uh, you know, learned throughout this entire adventure. Were you 20 or 21? How old were you? Oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get slapped for this, but I think <laughs> I was about 21 whenever we got married. Because if we're 28 now and you were, it was seven years ago. It'd be 21, right? 20 or 21, yeah, somewhere. Something like that. <laughs> um, one. This is totally different. One TV show or Netflix show or something like that that you're watching right now that you would recommend. Shark Tank. Okay. I love Shark Tank. Are they still making new ones? I think they are. I have no idea, but I I watch reruns, so I, it, you know I don't really we don't we honestly don't have cable, uh, we don't have a lot of TV. We we kind of survive off of uh, Wi-Fi and uh, all those you know smaller subscriptions like Netflix and that kind of thing. I think a but, lot of people do that. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean Shark Tank because learn you you know in my personal opinion, I learn you learn to negotiate, you learn how to uh, understand numbers, and you you learn um, you know how to pitch. And it's basically a gigantic interview is what it basically is. Okay. All right. Um, another question, and you don't have to answer this either. But uh, one thing that you enjoy drinking after you put the kids to sleep, or maybe they're not even asleep yet and you just need a beer at the end of the day. Um, what is your favorite thing to sip on? Well, um, I'll, I'll, how about this? I'll answer it like this. Um, my favorite beer would be, Sam Adams, I like imported uh, and, and uh, craft beers. Um, the darker, the better. So Guinness, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, but currently I'm on a very strict uh, diet because I'm trying to change uh, my, um, my health habits. And be- because I have specific goals I want to reach, um, you know, for, for my life. Like, so. like health goals, you mean, or just like oh, uh, better living or? Overall lifestyle goals. Um, I'm actually trying to, um, because I'm a smaller guy, I'm personally trying to uh, gain a little bit of uh, a little bit of muscle mass. I'm trying to uh, lean down a lot. I'm trying to um, just overall be healthier in what I do because, in my in my mind and from what I've gathered from uh, from reading books and and um, listening to uh, different podcasts from people that are way smarter, excuse me, way smarter than me. Um, basically, uh, you know, they, they say, take care of your life now because, you know, you know, it, it'll, it, it's like compounding interest for the rest of your life. Okay. Got it. Um, switching gears once again, I saw your post on Facebook this week about letting did it say kids or younger people get into fist fights? Is it, can you give me the, the, sh- the long and short of that again one more time? Yeah, so basically I was, um, I was listening to a couple different uh, songs and just kind of reflecting back on 
life. And my thought was, why is it, and this again is just completely the fact that I think way differently than a lot of people. Um, why is it that we don't take opportunities uh, like uh, fist fighting for, for, for boys? Because, I mean, all throughout high school, you know, every so often you, you would see like a fight break out in the cafeteria, or, you know, mm-hmm. and you hear about kids fighting in school nowadays. And everybody gets so, like, worked up. Um, why don't we teach kids how to negotiate while they're, um, while they're trying to beat each other's you know, brains out? in a way that allows them to understand each, other, uh, each other's perspective. And sometimes it actually resolves conflict a heck of a lot faster than letting them go to town on each other and getting them into trouble. And then it goes on the records. I mean, it, it's just a whole different perspective than, you know, well, you're, you can't do this, you can't do that. And telling, and, and telling kids you, you can't do certain things all their entire life, if that makes sense. I mean, that was the kind of the, the gist of it. I gotcha. Because I think the way it was posted, it was kind of worded a little bit differently, but I see what you're getting at now. Um, yeah, it, it was kind of thought provoking. And, and that's what I, I like to do every once in a while. So no, that's good. And that's actually what my husband Brandon was saying is that there were quite a few responses to it. And he said that some of them were actually quite enlightening. And I was wondering what your thoughts and responses to those were. Cause I, I knew he said there were some like biblical things pulled into it. And I just wanted to know if you were able to see the other side, what kind of like the most surprising comment back to that was just I wanted to get well, you. Yeah. And, and one of the, one of the most surprising things were um, some of my friends that were on, um, that were on Facebook commenting, they were shedding a lot of light that I didn't even know that they did in the military and, and just, you know, different, uh, ways around that. And I even commented on there. I, I told, um, I told a couple of the, uh, the people that were posting, I said, look, you know, my son has my blessing that he needs to absolutely 100% avoid conflict as much as possible, because that's what wise people do. That's what wise leaders do. And they try to find the good in everything. But there are times when there, you just absolutely have to defend yourself but can you do it in a way that's going to uh, leave a win-win situation for both sides instead of a win-lose uh, situation? You think like a fist fight would resolve in a win-win? It could. For instance, if you're fighting each other and you're trying to, like, like you're so mad, you're, you're, you're hyped up on anger and whatever you want, and you start attacking each other, instead of just completely going at it why not like you know start start talking to each other uh, in the process like you know uh you know i'm mad at you because of this type type deal you know why are you mad at me and then because a lot of honestly um from what i've i've gathered and i'm not a psychologist but from what i've gathered a lot of um people you know the conflicts are 100 percent a result of miscommunication on both ends so if that makes sense, I mean, yeah, again, I get it. I get it. It just sounds like maybe people need to learn how to communicate better. I don't, I don't know. Exactly. Okay. All right. Got it. Um, you were talking briefly about world leaders. Yes. Mind sharing who you voted for in the last election and why? 
Uh, well, the last election was kind of a weird one. Um, usually, I, I, I would have voted for our current president, um, but I did not. Um, I'll be honest. I actually voted third party, um, mainly because I looked at the views a little bit more. Um, they, were, they lined up a little bit more with what I was kind of going for. Um, you know, at that time, and my political views kind of changed a little bit since then. Um, you know, so the person I voted for at that specific moment, um, I think his name was Gary Johnson, who was a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that really sparked my interest was the fact that he, um, if you looked at his um, profile, he uh, started a handyman business and he grew it into one of the uh, one of uh, New Mexico's biggest uh, contracting companies, and he, you know, ran balanced budgets and all this different different stuff. And I figured, well, if he can do that for a small small construction company in his lifetime, why can't he do that for the rest of, uh, of the United States? And then I just kind of figured, well, you know, that's who I'm going to go for. But in reality, the United States is a whole different animal than what we think it is. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I get it. All right. Um... Last question, if you were going to, not going to, I'm going to ask you to nominate three other people that graduated from Hawk to do this podcast with me. Um, it doesn't have to be our year. Any Anybody will do. Can you think of three people that I should reach out to and have a little conversation with? Well, how about we go with uh, Jeremy Marciano. And why him? Uh, he's a good friend from high school. Uh, he was actually one of the commenters on uh that post and you know i I really uh, would love to see him kind of get in the spotlight a little bit since he's been doing a lot of uh good uh good charity work uh so far uh the the past couple weeks okay um the only other couple people i mean geez i don't really talk to be honest i don't talk to a lot of people right now no and that's the beauty of it it doesn't have to be somebody that you talk to think of someone that you haven't heard from in 10 years that you're like oh shit i wonder what they're up to (laughs) (laughs) well how about uh let's go with um how about uh, michael camera okay and geez oh man well you can try Steven Byler, but I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do that. <laughs> we, I can try. <laughs> there, I will make an attempt. I will promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to share, Jesse? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I mean, I do appreciate the, the time. And uh, like I said, uh, a lot of, um, a lot of things I'm doing right now, uh, you really need to check out passive income because that, that revolutionized my, uh, my mindset. Uh, and you really need to, need to uh, check out, um, if you're a reader, you need to read the, uh, the book. I think it's called The Secret of the, of the Millionaire Mind. And the uh, guy who authored it, his name is T. Harbecker. He's the one that revolutionized my uh, way of thinking as far as budgeting uh, goes. You've got to check him out. All right. I will look into both of those things. Hey, thanks so much for your time. Um, I wish you guys well, and I will see you around Newcastle, I'm sure. All right. So take care and have a good night. And thanks again. Uh, No problem. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Bye.